Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay, are you ready for chapter 28, Peyton? Yes, yes, yes. You're ready for chapter 28. Oh my gosh, okay. Chapter 28, Into the Pyramid. Oh, they're going into the pyramid, Peyton? Yeah, I know, yeah. (laughs) You're falling asleep. I'm sure it it leads to the pyramid. It's got to, he said, cast Max Ernest. As he joined her in the back of the library, she was standing in front of a bronze door embossed with Egyptian hieroglyphs. The door was hidden or secret, was hardly hidden or secret, but it was much smaller than average and partially blocked by books. It looked like a door to a safe, perhaps a tomb, or a door designed to keep people out, not let people in. In that exact center of the door was a large dial surrounded by the letters of the alphabet, a combination lock. There must be secret passwords, she said. But how do we figure it out? Maybe there's a clue somewhere. Sure, what if we read the hieroglyphs? Cass was already feeling discouraged. Can you read English? Max Ernest pointed. Surrounding the hieroglyphs, intermingled with lots of lotus blossoms and scarabs and sorts of and sorts of unidentifiable Egyptian unidentifiable Egyptian designs were words written not in ancient Egyptian language rather in plain English when you put them together this is how they read what word begins the beginning what if you erase the end of life and replaced it with the center of joy now end as you begin for your name is a mirror and you are the reflection of us all it's some kind of riddle, right? said Cass, tilting her head to the side to make sure that she'd read all of it. Like a riddle of the Sphinx. Max Ernest didn't say anything. His brow was furrowed in concentration. You think if we solve it that we'll have a com- the combination? Yes, let me think, Max Ernest said, annoyed. Well, you better hurry because Benjamin Blake, I know! The word begins in the beginning, Cass read. The beginning of what? Will you please just see what's it like when the other person keeps... Well, do you get it? Suddenly, Max Ernest was smiling. Just the beginning part. It's the oldest one of the book. Okay, what is it? The. The? The what? Just the. The first word of the beginning is the can't be that simple. A lot of riddles are like that. I should know. I've read over 10,000 of them. Okay, if you say so, said Cass doubtedly. What, what's the next part? The end of life is death, right? But how do you replace death with joy? Joy, does that mean that you're happy or that someone, that someone's dead? I guess if you're like Miss Mavius or Dr. L. I don't know. If it's like the first part, then it's just about words not really what they mean. So what is it then? Benjamin could be dying right now and I don't know anybody who's going to replace him with joy. Well, I know, I know. I have to think. 
Well, think fast. Max Ernest, Ernest covered his ears so that he wouldn't hear her, then removed them immediately. Wait, I've got it. I think I do. I think it's E. What do you mean? Well, if the end of life in the last four letters of life is E, and the center of joy is O, the middle of O, a joy is O. It's the letters. How'd you figure that out? There's a lot of letter riddles. Like, why is C col the coolest letter? Because it's in the middle of ice. Get it? Ice is a K. Okay, I get it. It's actually a really dumb riddle. Don't lose your concentration. So make that the into though. Max Ernest nodded. Now, as you begin, he read, maybe start over with the. Will you just let me? Actually, that sounds right, said Max Ernest. It does? So then we get T-H-O-T-H-E. That's not a word. Well, let's try it. They tried the combination twice. Fire first starting by dialing it to the right place and then starting by dialing into the left. Neither way worked. Oh, wait. Duh, said Max Ernest. We forgot the last line. For your name is a mirror and you are the reflection of it all. He went back to the thinking pose, covering his ears with his hands again. Cass tapped her toes anxiously. She was trying to let him think, but it was very difficult. Hey, Max Ernest, what's it called? Remember that mirror writing that you talked about? Palindromes? Palindromes, uh, he said, not covering, not covering his ears. Yeah, what about that? Could be. <sighs> Could be, said Max Ernest, muttering to himself. Let's see if it was the palindrome. It wouldn't have the E sound, which wouldn't make sense. But the start over part, I guess then it would be thought, T-H-O-H-T, which sounds weird, but that combination didn't work either. Cass groaned. We're never going to figure it out, and I wonder if there's some other way into the pyramid. Wait! Tell me, tell me, do you think of something else? Max Ernest was staring at the door. You see that hieroglyphic in the middle? That guy with the head of a bird? I was just thinking that I saw one of those in the alchemy books. And this helps us how? Said Cass, disappointed. Well, Cass waited impatiently. <sighs> impatiently, Max Ernest hurried to pick up one of the books that he'd looked at earlier. Yeah, he's right, said Max Ernest, reading fast. This time he was really reading. It says he's the Egyptian god of wisdom, and he and the magic of the inventor of writing. Also, the record keeper of deal, often pictured with the head of an abyss. That must be the bird head on the door. Believed by alchemists to have been reincarnated by Hermes Trace, me, me, G. Never mind. I can't pronounce it. But it was the father of the alchemy. Um, how about that? Fascinating, said Cass. Max Ernest grinned. Guess what the god's name is? Thoth. That's our combination. T-H-O-T-H. T-H-O-T-H. Thoth, repeated Cass. Thoth. Thoth? Thoth. Thoth, 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 Thoth. Cass Im imitated him, laughing. It was impossible to say without, without lisping. The door opened 
with a satisfying click. They were at the top of the stairwell. Cass put her finger on her lips and said, and Max Ernest managed for the moment to say nothing. Silently, they descended down the stairway until they found themselves in a dimly lit passageway so narrow that the two friends had to walk one behind each other. We must be under the moat, whispered Max Ernest. Cass nodded, thinking nervously about her pyramid dream. She felt a wave of claustrophobia come over her. The passageway was not, however, as long as the wind windy long or windy as the one in her dream. Instead it ended abruptly at a stone wall. Ah, great, whispered Max Ernest. Now what? He was about to turn around when he saw Cass standing close against the wall, looking through a spy hole. In a small hidden door, he nudged her and stepped to the side by half an inch so he could look as well. On the other side of the door was a vast room, interior of the pyramid. Ho, ho, ho. All right. Peyton is out. So hopefully, uh, maybe she won't fall asleep next time. Okay, bye.